Hey there, thanks for joining me. Good morning, good day, good night, good afternoon, good evening, good on ya. I am Chris Arneson, I'm your host, and it is 8.43 a.m. I'm going to do my NPR voice. I'm going to do my best fresh air impression for this episode of Siskel and Mebert presented by A Star is Born because it's the quiet place. Ah, it's the quiet place. So we got, I'm, I'm out in nature. I'm out in the backyard. It's a beautiful day. I watched The Quiet Place. Let's see, it's Monday morning and I watched The Quiet Place Saturday night. It's it was the second movie I watched after Midsommar using my new Amazon Prime account. So The Quiet Place. It came out a f- few years ago starring John Krasinski and Emily Blunt directed by John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, which is is The Office? I think it's on Netflix through the end of 2020, I believe. So make sure to binge watch The Office if you haven't seen it. My mom is she never watched the show, but she started listening to Office Ladies, which is Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. So Pam and Angela from The Office. They have this really great podcast that I listen to too. Because I like I like listening to sharing podcasts with my mom. And then I'm such a such a mama's podcast boy. Like she'll share podcasts with me that she's listening to. And then I share podcasts with her that vice versa. And yeah, she told me about no. Wait. Wait, now I'm... I can't remember if... I think... I... I think I may have... Texted her about Office Ladies. But... Then she started watching... The show. From the beginning. Because each episode of Office Ladies... They go through a different... A different... Well, they start with the pilot. And then they... Do each episode of the show. So she's watching along with it. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I think the office is is just a little overrated. It's just that's my hot take. It's cause cause everybody's so obsessed with that show. But in my opinion, like an underrated show is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It doesn't get half as much publicity as The Office, or it, even Modern Family. Like I, I like Modern Family more than The Office. But I think a big part of it is the a huge difference is whether or not it's on Netflix. Because I think Netflix must be the most popular streaming service. It's also the oldest one. It's been around the longest. So it's kind of the big leagues. It's the major leagues. The major leagues of streaming services. So, yeah, like hopefully Modern Family will show up on it. Or I don't know what that one's on. That's a great show, though. What's another good... Like I, don't, I might even like Parks and Rec more than... The Office... Is good, but it's a little. It it was very raunchy in the beginning, very inappropriate, and then it kind of morphed into. <clears throat> it changed a little bit, but I like Andy Bernard. I always thought he was hilarious. But I I like The Office though. I think maybe the first season or first couple seasons might be a little overrated even. I think I probably like I like the Andy Bernard seasons 
more than the first couple. Just like how Seinfeld, the first season is the worst one, and The Simpsons, the first season is the worst one. In IMO, in my opinion, in my opinion. But I don't want to badmouth The Office too much. I mean, I like that show, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's, this isn't. Wait, this episode isn't even about The Office. Um, it's about a quiet place. Wait, the quiet place. Where's, wait, a quiet? No, it's the quiet place. So now I'm just still thinking about The Office. Like all I'm saying is, there's a few other sitcoms from the same era that I liked that I think are better that don't get the publicity shows like It's Always Sunny and Modern Family and Parks and Rec and you know a good show that just got on Netflix Community the Joel McHale and Ken Jeong the guy from Gangster from The Hangover, dude who jumps out of the trunk, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Community's a great show. Oh, Childish Gambino is uh, Donald Glover's in it, and oh, Allison Brie from Glow is in it, which I watched. I watched the first season of Glow. What's it called? The is it Glorious Ladies of Wrestling? For about the 1980s women's wrestling league that's a that's a solid show i enjoyed the first season god but i i just can't i can't keep up with any i don't even watch tv shows really i i don't even try to keep up with anything like people i don't understand who are these people it's it's always podcasts i'm listening to it's always these entertainment podcasts, but these people, they, they watch, how do they have time? Like, I don't understand how they have time. They're, they're talking about, listen, all right, I'm going to rattle off some shows that I have never seen that people are always talking about. So Westworld, Ozark, uh, Better Call Saul. Those are three big ones that people are always talking about those ones. <laughs> and there's like 10 seasons of every show. I don't get how... And they're all kind of similar. Like they're all dramas and... Wait, let me try to think of some other... Oh, people love The Sopranos. I've never seen The Sopranos. People like... Oh, what was that one? Game of Thrones. I never watched Game of Thrones. I think the only episode I saw of Game of Thrones was it was last year right before I moved down here when I was living in Pullman. It was with my my old roommates there, Christopher and Noah. And we watched the final episode, the season the series finale. Of Game of Thrones, Game of, Game of Thrones, Game of, hey, it's Game of Thrones. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Have you seen bloody Game of Thrones? Oi, 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 mate, oi, mate, it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> but my thing, I think I I must be like a. I'm like a, a digital hipster, like a, a TV hipster, an entertainment hipster, because I don't like watching those shows just because everybody's obsessed with them. I'm not going to watch it just because, look, I haven't even seen The Tiger King, and I'm just not going to watch it, because I've, oh my god, if if I could add up, let me just give you guys a ballpark estimate of how much podcast content I've listened to people discuss the Tiger King since this quarantine started because it it began at kind of the same time 
kind of, excuse me, I've got the coffee burps. Got that coffee burp. But yeah, for some reason, right when we locked down, that's when Tiger King really took off. But let me think. So, how many, how long is that? It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been six weeks since the quarantine. Locked my door and didn't leave the house without a mask. God, I love, speaking of underrated, Bare Naked Ladies, so underrated. That, that is one, that is one thing that definitely got passed down by my parents to me. Because that was their favorite band back in the 90s. Back in the BNL Prime. God. Back when Steven and Ed were together still. The crew was all together. God, man. <laughs> I saw them live with my father at Marymore Park in Redmond, Washington, near where I grew up. Yeah, that's a great band. I love BNO. And I think I think that's when I saw Colin Hay, the dude from the dude from what's what's it called? Men at Work? You know, the... What's Men at Work? Um, <laughs> sorry, I just got distracted for a sec. Men at Work. That is... What's, what's that one song? Oh, yeah. Do you come from the land down under? <laughs> Where women go and men thunder. Do you come from the land down under? Yeah, so I saw BNL Colin Hay. And I think yeah, I'm Violent Femmes. Which I can't think of the Violent Femmes song right now. But God, what was I even discussing now? I, I came I was talking about underrated <laughs> I lost my It's like I lost my mojo. I lost, I lost my train of thoughts. Mm. <laughs> okay. I was talking about The Office, Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. Let's just talk about The Quiet Place. So, Quiet Place. I think I'm doing... I'm talking pretty quietly, pretty calmly. Doing a good job. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought, all right, this is just, wait, I need to, <laughs> one sec, I'm just looking over, hmm, okay, I was just peeking my head over the wall in our backyard, because there's this giant open field there's a giant open field in our backyard. Well, I mean, separated by this brick wall. But I, I swear I just heard... I thought I heard something. <laughs> That's why I got so nervous there. First, you guys probably hear me. I was getting all nervous. and Well, I don't know, nervous, but... I was like, is there someone right on the other side of this brick wall? <laughs> and I'm not going to look. I don't want to look right now. It's it's too maybe maybe afterward. But hmm. Let's see. I'm just gonna walk over. Maybe I'll just I'm I'm probably just so maybe I'm just paranoid, you know? Maybe. Wait, let me walk over this way. This is exciting. This is like wait, here we go. Okay, I'm looking over. That'd be so funny. If, all right, I didn't see anything. That'd be so funny if there's just like some crazy guy just pops his face up, right? 
right when I look over. That would be so funny. All right, I'm going back to my corner where I was standing. God, see, that was good pod. What if... God, that would be so funny. Like, during the show, I'm just... Well, it wouldn't be funny. It'd just be weird. But it's like a bear, though. You know, like... It, it would just be... It's just as scared of... You know... It's just as scared of you as you are of it. Which, that's not true. <laughs> that can be true. Like, humans are terrified of bears. But then... Bears? Like, they... Why would they even be scared of people? Unless they understand firearms. Or how... How that stuff works. But <laughs> I don't think bears are that scared of people. That's like saying that people are scared of ants. You know, like, not that scared, really. But this has been a, a fun... <laughs> oh, God, this has been an eventful, short show. Like, I swear. I swear I heard, I heard rustling. But... Maybe it's not windy either, so man, I'm just all I'm probably just all because you there wouldn't be anybody walking in this giant open field. Just you know, you can just freak yourself out just by this. <laughs> you just you just talk yourself into freaking out. Yeah, this has been exciting, but. Man, it's nice doing this outside before it gets hot. It feels so good out here in the backyard. Okay, so, so the quiet place. This this has been a lot of... I feel like there's been a lot of downtime in this podcast. It's, this is a good one to listen to right before you go to sleep. The quiet place episode. Listen to it right, right when you're going to bed. You know, just kind of doze off to the quiet place. All right, so do I like the movie? Let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I... Let's see. They were supposed to come out with a sequel this summer, I believe. But they'll probably postpone that now. I, I think it... Once again, it might be a little overrated. Because people loved... Wait, I keep I keep confused. Is it the quiet, <laughs> the quiet place or a quiet place? Uh, I'll definitely have to look that up. But you'll you'll see it on this episode title. But I think it's probably I'm not gonna spoil anything either. No spoilers. But I think it's probably a little overrated. A little, a little repetitive, eh, like predictable. Or unoriginal. Like, it's all, like, it's not spoiling it by saying there's monsters. Because, once again, that's the general plot of the film. Is the monsters. And you have to be quiet, or they'll hear you. And come get you. They're going to come get you. But, it's just, it's unoriginal it's the same monsters as Stranger Things and about like 20 other movies and TV shows. It's, that's like the current, it's like, that's the millennial monster, which <laughs> that sounds like a great, God, that might be the name of my first, that should be the name of my first stand-up album. Millennial Monster? Come on. That's a great name. I gotta, I'll have to actually jot that down. I'm going to jot that down. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Jot that down. Jacques, jot, Jacques the Jotter. Millennial Monster. I like that. There's something there. That sounds like a podcast name too. I mean, I'll Google it though. I'll give it to Google see if anybody's because it yeah it's it's just a I like alliteration and especially MM MM is good alliteration 
Eminem's Eminem the rapper yeah M.M. like my buddy Brian Cargill's podcast the media marketing podcast the one thing the one complaint I have about that is I don't like it when podcasts start their name with the like it's just cause then in my it lists it alphabetically for all my podcasts so then there's just a bunch of thes and then it, and then it just has to go alphabetical for the thes so, so it's just an unnecessary word is what I'm saying like we don't Nobody would be confused if your podcast didn't start with the. That's just, that's my, that's my complaint there. It's just kind of, it kind of bumps me for some reason. It's mainly the, the alphabetical sorting of it. How it's just a bunch of does. But I don't, I don't know. That's, that's, I have, I have weird pet peeves. That's a, that's a weird that's a weird pet peeve of mine that I just thought of. I wonder if anybody has a dog or a cat that's named Peeve. So then they tell people, this is my pet peeve. I'm sure somebody's done that before. All right. <laughs> but any, anyway, a, uh, a quiet place? The, a quiet. God, I just got to look at... Should we just look it up? This has already been such an uneventful podcast. We might as well just make it more uneventful just by... It's it's a quiet place. Okay. See, I was thinking the quiet place. <laughs> this, is, this is good pod. Yeah, this has been an exciting episode. But yeah, there you go. So it came out... April 2018 so two years ago and let's see what they're doing with the second one A Quiet Place 2 okay they they must have pushed back the release date to September 4th so maybe they're hoping they must be hoping that that movie theaters are popping I mean I, I think they're God, I, I'm optimistic. I'm always optimistic. So, oh yeah, now let's let's Google millennial. It's just a word that people love to use. Monster. Millennial monster. Okay. Somebody wrote a book called Millennial Monsters by Anne Allison. <clears throat> See, you gotta love somebody whose name is Anne Allison, especially for alphabetic purposes and alliteration purposes. This book came out, man, this came out a long time ago, May 31st, 06. God, she was on the early end of millennials. So, let's see. Has anybody used the name Millennial Monster? No. I mean, no, nobody's... There's a... Let's see. There's a Facebook. I'm going to click on this Facebook thing. It's called Millennial Monster. 142 people like it. That's a lot. That's a good amount. I'd be pretty pumped if... I got a Facebook... If you want to like the... Facebook page for A Star is Born. I got a page for it. I'd be pretty pumped if 142 people liked it. Alright. Millennial Monster. So, oh wow. They have a website. Millennialmonster.com What do they do? Who, who are these people? Hi, we're Greg and Hannah. It's funny when people call us world travelers. We don't think of it like that. So, basically they're world travelers <laughs> so it sounds like there's some sort of travelers <laughs> some sort of well, all right. when folks ask us about our adventures we don't know what to say 
I, I don't like this writing style. <laughs> I don't like their bashful, their bashful tendencies. Four years ago, okay, another thing that bugs me here, they, they type the, the number four, but when it's, when it's single digits, you're supposed to write out the letters F-O-U-R. You're supposed to write it out. So there's a grammatical error for you, Greg and Hannah. Uh, four years ago, I was a construction worker and Hannah was a pencil pusher. What if that was literally her job? Like she works at Ticonderoga factory, which, where would that be? The, the Ticonderoga factory <laughs> in Florida. That seems like something that in upstate Florida, upstate Florida, that's, you don't up in near the panhandle, maybe <laughs> upstate. That, I, the crazy thing about Florida, you know what they say about Florida? is the farther north you go, the more southern it gets. Like, you know, you hear about that, that Fort, Florida Georgia line. Yeah, that's just a, that's God's country. That, that's, that there is God's country. Dude, seriously, that's such a different way of life than how I grew up. I, I, I'm assuming, I mean, I've never even really been there, but oh, I'm definitely, I think that's safe to say that, that North Florida, <laughs> that Panhandle Florida is a little different than the, the suburbs of Seattle, the safe suburbs of Seattle. All right. Yeah. Then there's a, that's a rednecks. I don't, I'm not using it as a derogatory term because it's just it's, it's just what it I mean don't they call themselves rednecks <laughs> that sounds like I'm trying to justify I don't know I guess rednecks does sound kind of mean when you say it but anyway Hannah was a pencil pusher so <laughs> so yeah maybe she did work at she was the number two she was the number two in line at her job. Get it? Number two pencil? Okay. She held the world record for fastest pencil pusher. For the f farthest pencil push. That just seems like... That seems like an event at the wide world of sports. They would show up on cheap seats. The, the pencil pushing regional finals in Omaha gosh that's so funny <laughs> I'm just thinking back to earlier in this episode and I was <laughs> it's so funny how like how paranoid I was getting there you guys could hear it I, I just like I heard some rustling or something and I but now I'm thinking about how funny that is <laughs> How ridiculous it is. Like, I don't know. It's hilarious. Sometimes, sometimes paranoia can be funny, you know. It, it, it can be funny as long as it's, it doesn't come true, right? That's, that's exactly what it is. As long as your paranoia isn't warranted, then it's funny. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. The transformation was drastic. Now, we're still talking about Greg and Hannah, Millennial Monster. We embody most of our generation's desire to go their own way. With one important difference, we work really hard. See, that's such a bad stereotype that, that people my age don't work hard. Like, that's... We don't work hard. That's just such a such a general statement that to say that an entire generation of people aren't hard workers <laughs> it doesn't make sense, really. I, I think everybody has different definitions of hard work. Like 
what does hard work mean to you? Does it mean, it could mean exercise, it could mean physical hard work, like keeping yourself in tip-top shape. It could be hard work or, yeah, I don't know, lots of things. I, that's just a, like hard work is like a, a general like I definitely I've always considered myself a hard worker just it's a very general statement though I mean some people say that you should work smarter not work smart not hard but I think you should do both alright how do you say that that someone with wanderlust in their eyes I don't like how they keep using quotation marks around all these things. Like wanderlust, they put in quotes. <laughs> you don't need... Why Stop doing these unnecessary quotes. Uh, like, maybe when, when he was typing it, he made the quotation marks with his hand. Or maybe Hannah was doing that. That's what Hannah was doing. <sighs> Greg and Hannah... <laughs> The truth is, we aren't travelers. We didn't win the lottery, get rich, or become insta-famous. All right, first of all, you don't, that's very repetitive. He said, win the lottery, comma, get rich. Like, like those are two different things. Those are the, <laughs> those are the same thing. He just said, he just said, get rich in two different ways. He was like, you could win the lottery, get a bunch of money, or you could get rich and get a bunch of money. <laughs> oh my god. That's so funny. Why out of all the things in the world, two of the three things he could think of were getting money. God, that's hilarious. We are firepreneurs. See, another I really don't like Greg and Hannah. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is so funny. These guys are so... Uh, there's something that just bumps me about them. Just the way this is written and all the... Like, all these paragraphs are only one or two sentences. I don't like it. And then they made up their own words. Like, I don't... Firepreneur. And fire equals financial independence, retire early. See, uh, see that's another thing that I don't like is when... And like Greg and Hannah aren't, I'm not just blaming Greg and Hannah. They're not the only people who've ever done this. But everybody, all the, this is like a marketing thing. Like I was just talking about my buddy Brian Cargill's podcast, the Media Marketing Podcast. It's, um, it's like a marketing business thing to make up acronyms. Like stop making up acronyms. That's what those are called, right? When it's, when it's a it spells out a word and then it so fire financial independence retire early. That's an acronym, and it doesn't mean anything just because, just because the first letter of each word spells out another word, it doesn't mean that it makes sense or, or like I could invent. Maybe oh my maybe that's what I'll do today. That'd be, that'd be a funny blog post if I just, <clears throat> if I sat around and came up with like 50 media, wait, <laughs> media marketing. And I just keep thinking of my friend Brian Cargill's podcast, the media marketing podcast. Um, but if I, I could just come up with a bunch of marketing acronyms, like maybe I'll just do that for fun just to show that. It is how ridiculous it is and how meaningless they are. Like, like people think that, oh, you know, it's, it's easy to remember since you came up with an acronym, but it doesn't necessarily mean, like, what does financial independence retire early? I don't even really, it just, like, everybody wants financial independence and to retire early <laughs> it's like it's just such a general statement that it's not really saying anything and I don't really un I, I don't understand it and I don't and I don't appreciate it 
Okay. Oh, this is funny. Having the freedom and independence to travel is simply a result. We could tell them we started a business and chose to sell our home and all our stuff to burn the boats and fully commit. Burn the boats in quotation marks. Which is a phrase I've I've never heard the phrase burn the boats. I think I think that's a that's a Greg and Hannah original. That's that's in the, the Greg and Hannah vocab. We could explain how scared we were and how isolated we felt when the people we loved could no longer relate. See, now they're trying to make you like you feel sorry for them. Like, no, I don't feel sorry for you, Greg and Hannah. <laughs> I'm I'm just bashing Greg and Hannah. <laughs> this has turned into the Greg and Hannah bash fest. But no, I don't feel sorry for you that people don't understand that you're inventing a bunch of random acronyms and I like I don't really understand what they're talking about. <laughs> it's like I love it when people say like the most ridiculous thing is I right, remember when Andrew Luck retired? It seems like a long time ago, but that was just what end of August, beginning of September when Andrew Luck retired and he was about to be 30 and he said I just want to travel he said I'm just going to travel the rest of my life <laughs> and he's and he's just about to turn 30 years old so by Andrew Luck's math if he lives a healthy life he's just going to be traveling for the next 50 years <laughs> he'll, he'll be he's going to spend more time traveling than not traveling in his whole life and and that's it's just not true he's not going to be traveling non-stop that's just not there's no way like unless you're unless you're Bear Grylls or something or Bill Bryson or someone who who th their job is to to travel and write about it like write books about it I think people just overstate how much they actually travel. But maybe they do travel a lot. I don't know. But it's, that's also... It's just not really a sustainable lifestyle. Unless... Unless you're making a lot of money from... Specifically from traveling. Because it must be really expensive. Like, depending on where you go... It's just, it adds up. So, <laughs> I don't know what, what my point is, really. My point is, nobody, it doesn't make any sense to say that you're, you want to retire in your 30s and then just travel for the rest of your life. Because you could have a job, you could be working and still travel every weekend. And, and then take like three weeks off or and then the holidays you could still travel like a month out of every year like while you're fully while you still have a job you know, I just I don't understand like the whole like retire early concept just doesn't make any sense to me because I would I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want to be like 43 years old and have absolutely no like purpose or no direction or no like I you want something to do when you're still in your prime like like it's like re, I don't retirement is for that's for people in their late 60s or at least in your 60s like that's 60s and above like even even 50 I would consider early retirement but I mean once yeah I don't know that's just my opinion though like I look at I want to just keep doing just keep working as long as I can really because I think that's what keeps you going I think once you get I mean I have no idea but <laughs> I think once you get into your 60s I bet having a career and having a purpose 
that just it keeps your motor it keeps you going every day so greg and hannah don't think so though <laughs> all right let's go or what it was like when we realized the place we were born and raised was the last route we needed to cut root in quotation marks and we had to first give ourselves permission to feel okay quotations about going our own way we are pathfinders wait nissan pathfinder <laughs> we are nissan pathfinders <laughs> this whole thing is just it's just a nissan pathfinder commercial god that's so fun <laughs> Path, we are pathfinders the Portland Pathfinders. It's like the Trailblazers. Uh, that independence embodies everything we do, both our business, our marriage, and life. We could explain to them, but I don't think they'd get it. But you might. Cheers, Greg and Hannah. P.S. We share our life with you every week on our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Oh, and don't forget to hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on our weekly adventures. Greg and Hannah. I mean, that's nice. It's nice to hear, like... I, I The one thing I do like about Greg and Hannah... <laughs> the one thing... <laughs> the one thing I do like about Greg and Hannah... You know, I like how... I like it when people pursue their passions... I do like that because then I think it, it just it, it leaves them with a more positive attitude and a better outlook on life like a brighter outlook because that's how you don't get beaten down by life because you know like the middle aged people like in their 40s and 50s who who get really beaten down by life who they just do a job that they hate. And I don't, I don't like to use the word hate, but some people really dislike their jobs. And they have to sit around in offices and be sedentary all day. And um, yeah, that's what's good about Greg and Hannah is they're not going to get all... I mean, hopefully, maybe they will... Hopefully they still keep this positive attitude, and yeah, you don't get don't get all grumpy. You know, <laughs> you know how just some people are kind of grumpy, but I think it's just kind of a result of not doing what you really want to do. And then, yeah, some people you probably just get stuck in a monotonous routine of just cashing those paychecks every two weeks. And then just going and sitting at your desk for eight hours a day. But yeah, God, that's definitely... That's not something I ever want to do, really. I never want to be a pencil pusher. Oh, <laughs> we brought it back. We brought it back around. I never want to work at... Be the number two at Ticonderoga Factory. Be the number two man at the pencil factory. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it, it, it's more about, yeah, like Greg and Hannah, it's kind of inspirational because it's more about, I, I mean, I do understand traveling being something that you really want to do, but I'm just saying my whole thing is I would, I'll travel, but even if you travel you, you probably got to spend, like, half of your time at home. Like, I still want to have a home base. Like, you you always got to have... I mean, you don't have to. Like you could just be a... Wayfarer? Is that, is that the correct term? A wayfarer? Or a... You know the people who don't... Like a, a drifter. <laughs> like, like someone who's always traveling. It's good to... I like just I like the feeling of resetting when you when you go home. You know when you just get that emotional reset and the physical reset, which is kind of how you would describe sleep. It's like a physical reset. But I think traveling nonstop would just be exhausting. Like could you imagine like I would want to do 
two weeks on and then at least a week home and then a couple more weeks travel. But I, I like traveling though. And I could definitely see that because I could see traveling folding in nicely with my career. Or I mean, it's not really a career yet, but like hobbies and like, it's like this, like traveling folds in perfectly with podcasting. You can do this from anywhere and it makes it more interesting. Like those are some of my favorite episodes of this show. Like when I'm in Vegas or when I'm at Dodger Stadium or going for walks when I was back at WSU, back in Pullman. Those are some good episodes. And writing is always good for traveling. Gives you stuff to write about. You could write... I would love to write a travel book. Like a book about... Yeah, that would be cool. Because I mentioned him earlier, Bill Bryson. I love Bill Bryson. Who's He's the best travel writer I've ever read. His books about... Like he's got a book about going to Australia. And one about... Remember that movie with Robert Redford that came out a few years ago? When he walks the Appalachian Trail? And I think it was called walk in the woods because that was based on Bill Bryson's book about Bill Bryson's experience walking the old Appalachian Trail which is something that I always dreamed of doing just based on reading I remember reading that book I stayed up all night and finished that book Bill Bryson's walk in the woods and that was the, that was the night before the 2008 baseball trip when I went with my dad, Uncle Steve, and Cousin Matt on the East Coast. So yeah, man, I was so excited to go on the baseball trip that I just couldn't even go to sleep. And I remember just, it was in the basement and I was, I was sitting like on my like stomach, you know how, you know like the reading position? And I was just sitting on the the old brown carpet. We we got that. It looks like '80s. It's like that '70s show. It's like that '70s show in in our basement back home in Bothell. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember, I I was so pumped. I probably slept on the airplane though. That's fun. That's I I remember being real. Like, what do I get? Now I'm trying to think. Like, what do I get super excited about now? Like, I get excited about... Hmm. I guess, like, I think stand-up comedy, honestly. I mean, it's been a while. It's been a couple months. But I'm trying to think of what else... Like, podcasting. But is, is podcasting is, like, a different kind of excitement. Because it's like a... A marathon of excitement, you know, because <laughs> it's like a slow burn. Because you can't be pedal to the metal for an hour straight. You're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out. But doing this, like, it's pretty. It's very satisfying for me for some reason. I think it's just. I think it's the. It's like doing laundry. Like you know how doing laundry. It has a start where you put the dirty clothes in the washer and then it has a finish where you take the clean clothes out of the dryer and then you fold them and then you're like the cycle is complete and it's the same thing with podcasting like you get the idea for the episode then you record the episode which is what I'm doing now so pretty much the clothes are in the dryer right now and they're about to about to finish because I'm about to end the episode pretty soon. <laughs> but yeah, I never really thought about it like this. But I, I guess, and then, but you know what? Wait, I need to slow down first. <laughs> I just need to slow down. Uh, all right, so podcasting is like doing your laundry because you, 
it's like the whole cycle is complete within a couple hours. Well, specifically for me, because because I always just post episode raw, raw and unedited right away. Like I don't even like I know some people, like my friend Brian Cargill. Like he keeps getting shout outs this episode, <laughs> but his his are more like NPR. Like I was talking about NPR, like highly edited, very like lots of lots of cuts, lots of background music and transitions and all that stuff. Pretty much the complete opposite of this podcast, <laughs> where this is just it's just I start talking, the episode begins when I start talking, and then the episode ends when I stop talking. But that's just the way I like it. Because I like... I just like those kinds of podcasts. They're just... They just... There's no segments to them. You know, there's no... There's no commercial breaks. There's no music or... Cuts or splices. Not that there's anything wrong with those shows. Like, some people like... Lots of people like them. But... I think my brain just doesn't operate in that style. Like, for me... For some, it's easier for my brain to follow a more linear style of podcasting, where it's just, there's no, like, there's no tricks, really. You know what I'm saying by tricks? Like, there's no curveballs. Or, like, one thing that bumps me about those NPR podcasts is when they always, they'll splice in different people's voices, and you'll be like, wait, who's this talking? Now who's talking now? And then you'll hear like, there's background noise, like birds chirping, <laughs> like this episode. <laughs> but that's the one thing about NPR. We're not the one thing about NPR. That's one of the things about NPR that just annoys me kind of. <laughs> well, for one, I don't like how they have a... Uh, specific announcing style that you have to conform to like I I would be unacceptable at NPR because I'd be too I'd be too loud mouthed even though I don't think I don't consider myself a a loud talker or a, a close talker like Seinfeld the close talker wait was that I think that was Seinfeld right <sighs> But that, the NPR, they just, they try to make everybody the same. It's, it's very, it's like a weird cult in my, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I might be overthinking it. But it, it is, NPR is kind of a cult. If you, wait, let me just try to explain how I think NPR is a cult. You pretty much have to have a similar political belief. I think you have to have similar political beliefs to work there. You have to have similar announcing style, like I was just talking about. And they, there's not much individualism over there. <laughs> but maybe I'm just... I might just be singling out NPR, though. Because there's probably... There's probably an NPR that's on the like conservative side, like on the other side of the aisle. There's probably a similar... It, it's pro- what I'm saying is is coming from all different all different angles. Like, all news stations are very biased now. That's the main... That's just the main thing. That's why it's not that... It's not that you can't trust the news, necessarily. It's that you have to be aware of what source your news is coming from. Because the source, it really affects it more than anything else. But now I'm just getting all political. <laughs> but I think, I think that's a really valid point. Because, yeah, all news stations... And NPR is a news station. It's news radio. 
they're all very, very biased and very, they, yeah, they all have specific beliefs and values. And yeah, there's, that's, that's one thing, I guess there's really not much individualism in any mass media anymore because remember ESPN got rid of all their those popular ESPN personalities like not all of them but a lot of they got rid of a lot of popular like sports center anchors and what Skip Bayless remember they got but Stephen A is still there but Skip Bayless went to FS1 but he's not the only one they lost some I mean of course I can't really think of any <laughs> I can't really think of any off the top of the head well Bill Simmons Bill Simmons left ESPN to form The Ringer but yeah that's a couple there's a couple for you and those are Skip Bayless and Bill Simmons are two of the biggest ESPN personalities from the last 20 years so but what I'm saying is that even ESPN they just want kind of uniform faceless they want their anchors to be non-recognizable and not to have their own opinions and not outspoken because <laughs> they just want them to to toe the company line so yeah, I think that's what how that works for I think that's how the news works. <laughs> that's how the news works with Chris Arneson. I think that's pretty much in a nutshell. <sighs> Which I wonder who the first person to say I wonder if George Washington Carver was the first person to say in a nutshell. Cuz that's just such a funny phrase. In a Are they talking about pistachio nuts? In a pistachio shell. That would take too long to say every time though. In a pistachio nutshell. Okay. Now I'm just. I'm like looking at the time. And I'm like. Okay. I'm going to push this. Because once we get to this point. We just push right past that hour marker. Let's check. In, I want to see what Greg and Hannah. <laughs> let's go back to Greg and Hannah. I want to see what they're doing. What are Greg and Hannah up to? Right, so my main my main question is how do Greg and Hannah make money? Like I can see how it's fun. Like it makes sense as fun to to travel, but I they're not making there's no way that they make a living from this is what my point is. Like Driving in Spain is quite a treat. They got a couple of videos. But that's from two years ago. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, November 19. Here we go. November 2019. Oh, hey, we're back. <laughs> I like how they said, oh, hey. Like, oh, hey, didn't notice you there. And just in the beginning of my paragraph on my Facebook to post. It's like, oh, hey. Didn't you didn't see you walk in there? <laughs> didn't see you log into Facebook there, buddy? Oh hey. <laughs> oh hey. Oh hey, there you are. We've been working on some things, gearing up for 2020. In the meantime, got super behind on travel videos. Insert excuse here. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. To keep things simple, we decided to complete our overseas travel chapter for now with a three-part video series combining our experiences in Vietnam. Turkey, Egypt, Japan, and Portugal. Wow, that's... Wait, that's such a random assortment of countries? Vietnam... <laughs> Greg and Hannah are all over the place. Vietnam... So, that's over in... You know, over in Asia. And then <laughs> Turkey... So that's... Turkey is right in the... Kind of the Middle East there. Because Turkey's both in Asia and in Europe it's one of those Eurasian countries and then Egypt so up to North Africa there and then Japan so they must have gone they must have gone to v Vietnam 
than the Japan because I think those are fairly close and then the Portugal which is completely Portugal is that's pretty far from I mean isn't it might be close to Portugal might be kind of close to Egypt I would say I don't know I don't know Eh. <laughs> Turkey maybe Portugal is closer to Turkey I don't know my random geography my random European Asian geography this video is about cultural experiences we had it's a long one and I figured y'all would be okay with that since we haven't published a video in like how long four question marks <laughs> and you don't need to type in like like that's I'm not, I, I understand if you say like but you don't need to you don't need to type it in anyways enjoy and be on the lookout for the final two before we start introducing a new type of content this was the most recent post by them let's see I mean they're probably not traveling right now like I'm sure unless unless they're just braving they're just braving the pandemic they just don't follow any rules and they're like we're just gonna we're just gonna travel <laughs> all right so yeah this one's hope i hope greg and hannah are doing well maybe i'll i could i could always shoot them a message give them a follow on instagram check out greg and hannah on facebook and i don't have the facebook messenger app so i have like i have 20 unread facebook messages but I don't want to get that app. So we really didn't talk a lot about A Quiet Place at all. <laughs> we barely talked about the movie. But I don't want to spoil anything. Let's give it a score out of 100. I give it... I will give it 79. 79% out of 100. There you go. I guess if it's percent, then you don't need to say out of 100 and anything else man oh let me give you a clue clue for our next episode of siskel and mebert is i watched a movie last night my clue is it's not it's is we're gonna be going we're gonna be going going down possibly under under the earth's surface for this episode we're going to be going we're going to be going under sea level for this one not that it doesn't have anything to do with the ocean though but we're going down though we're going we're going south which directionally south like like down like <laughs> so there you go enjoy the episode of that one I hope you enjoyed this one and thank you so much for listening thank you for joining me this has been fun I went a lot longer as usual I feel like that was a while ago that I got freaked out by a little rustling over the wall but I don't know <laughs> I don't know what I was so scared of because yeah I mean nothing it's just that's like normally what it is. It's like what are you what are you worried about? What are you you're just you're just standing in the backyard. But also I think that just must be anxiety. It's just your anxiety needs a place to to go. So I think that's what happens with me sometimes. <laughs> I don't have a lot I normally don't have a lot of anxiety really but if I do it, it finds a place to come out so even if it's just a random thing like is there someone on the other side of this wall then it's like your anxiety will yeah <laughs> so, but let's see is there anything else thank you so much for listening Thank you.
and check out my new podcast, Baseballs. Email me, baseballspodcast at yahoo.com. And that will be found everywhere, maybe today or tomorrow, hopefully any day now, for baseballs. But until then, till next time, thank you so much. I love you, and bye. Thank you so much. Share and subscribe. Share, share, share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.